everyone. This is Opposing the Matrix. You have Dave here doing another late night show on the uh, 7th, soon to be the 8th of August, uh, 2020. It is currently 11.44 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Um, I just felt the urge to get online tonight and do a show. Um, something weird happened. Uh, I've been having some weird dreams, but not pertaining to this, but I usually never dream. And if I do, I don't remember it. So, um, <clears throat> I was, uh, we went to my daughter's the other day and, uh, she had, uh, baked us up some hollow bread and, uh, Usually we eat challah bread on Friday nights to to celebrate uh, Shabbat. Um, we we see Saturday as being a day of uh, rest, the Sabbath, and we don't find any contention with Christians that want to celebrate on Sunday. Um, every man does what he thinks is right. Um, well, we do think that you should celebrate on the on the um, on the Sabbath. Um, there is a, a commandment uh, in the New Testament where the Brit Hadashah saying that uh, uh, one man sees one day holy, another man sees another day holy, and that we shouldn't be keeping people from celebrating on days that um, they see as being holy. Okay, so, and frankly, there's just some people that work all weekend and can't celebrate, you know. Uh, I've heard that. Being a nurse, I've heard that there's special dispensation for people that take care of other people, um, according to the Torah. And, you know, that's nice if that's true. But I, in any case, uh, we do go to church on Sundays if I happen to be home on a Sunday, which is a very, very rare occasion. Um, however, with this thing that I got, whatever it is, um, it's uh, it's I found myself being able to uh, watch our church service on TV and um, and being able to enjoy praise and worship with my fellow believers in Yeshua HaMashiach. Um, I use uh, Hebrew terms. That's uh, basically means Jesus Christ. That's basically saying Jesus the Messiah. But um, anyway, um, yesterday I, uh, I was eating some of the challah bread. And I can't remember what I was dipping it in. I think it was some fry sauce. It's really good with fry sauce. Uh, and fry sauce is easy to make, folks. You just take some mayonnaise and ketchup and mix it together. And it makes a really good uh, sauce for dipping french fries in, but also for putting bread in. Or I think I might have had a little bit of butter, and I was just scraping some butter on every piece as I went along. That's what I was doing. Uh, the uh, dip, the, the um, sauce was the other day. The fry sauce. Anyway, um so we, we're babysitting or babysitting. We're dog sitting three dogs. We have four and we're babysitting three. So that gives us seven dogs. It's very hard to walk around this house for the next day or two. That's all we have left um, because you're constantly got to shuffle your feet so you don't trip over a dog. But they're all our four dogs are very, very good and well-behaved dogs. And the three that we're watching are the same way. Um, they belong to a relative of ours. Or actually, two or three relatives. They all live in the same house. But um, so we were watching them while they're away at a wedding. And um, if this show wasn't such a controversial show, I would I would uh, give wedding blessings right now over the air. But um, I'm not so sure that 
family members would want their names mentioned on this show because, uh, frankly, they're, um, the show goes into kind of bizarre stuff, and <laughs> you'll see tonight. Um, and I don't want to uh, embarrass anybody or make any uh, guilt by association kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, we, I'm going to be leaving him, his and or their name out of it. But uh, blessings to um, our uh, nephew who is uh, being or getting married tomorrow. And uh, I just hope and pray that he has a wonderful life, that he and his wife will We'll always be blessed. We'll always we'll love one another. We'll always find solutions to their problems and not argue. We'll always value the one value the other more than they value themselves, and that makes for a successful marriage. Um, I learned during my first marriage, uh, before my wife had passed away, uh, that that first wife, and um, we both learned that if if you have differences, you uh, you, you realize the tensions are starting to get high. You, you just break it off and you, you, know, you just say, okay, you go in there, I'll go out over here. Or, you know, you stay in the house, I'll go outside or whatever. And you pray and you ask the Lord, you know, Lord, you know, <laughs> my prayer is always, Lord, I, I'm I'm not the best husband. And sometimes I do stupid things. So, you know, if I'm doing something stupid, let me know. And if, if she's doing something that, you know, that might not be right, let her know. And we'll have a meeting of the ways. And, it has always worked. If you're married and and you have uh, stress within within your marriage, and you really care about your spouse, then do that. I'm telling you, it works. And but be ready because there's a lot of times when you're going to have to eat crow. Um, and I'm speaking to the guys. Okay, I, I never speak to women about these kind of things. Uh, that's what other women are for, and and uh, that's why. Um, Yahweh has allowed us to uh, to be married so that uh, we can speak to other men and our wives can speak to other women. And uh, uh, I found over the years that uh, with the, the ministry that we deal with, um, alien abduction and things like that, which is really fallen angelic abduction. They're, they're not aliens, they're fallen angels. Um, it is really hard for me being a man to sit and listen to a woman talk about how she was abducted and how different things were done to her person uh, without me getting a little embarrassed and her feeling kind of weird about talking about that uh, to a man, whereas if uh, she's talking to a woman about it who is knowledgeable about knowledgeable about what's going on and what happened, then uh, it works much better, and, and the guys can relate to other guys. So there's uh, a reason why God uh, took one of Adam's ribs and made a help meet. And um, thank you, Father, for our wives, our spouses, our girlfriends, and um, and also for uh, for the women. Thank you for good husbands and husbands that really love them and care for them. And if they don't, uh, dope slap the husband. Okay, a lot, ladies, I realize that a lot of times we're hard to talk to, we're hard to put up with. But um, anyway. So I, anyway, okay, so I was eating the holiday that our daughter made us, and I gave, the dogs are really bugging me. You know, they're scratching at my leg, my my uh, outer thighs on both sides. They wanted some, and, and we've made the mistake of uh, kind of treating our dogs to people food every once in a while. So we've created our own monsters, but um, and we also had some dogs, the dogs visiting, so um I gave each dog a piece of challah bread, and I kid you not, I heard a voice in my head, not in my ears, whispering to me, 
you know, I'm not schizophrenic, but I heard a voice distinctly tell me, do not offer what's holy unto dogs. And that's a scripture. Um, I think Yeshua said that. Um, and so right away, you know, I, I start to think the thought process and, you know, okay, so is he telling me not to not to feed the dogs hollow bread or is he using this as a metaphor? And I think it was both, actually. First of all, dogs don't digest bread that well, so it's not a good thing to do, um, even though they crave it and they'll, they'll make themselves sick eating it. Um, you know, I have no problem if they're down, you know, underneath the table. They're, they're excellent for cleaning up under a table. You will, uh, as long as it's stuff that will make them sick, uh, you'll never have to really clean under your table except to mop it after the dog slobbers on there. But anyway, um, uh, the floor that is, uh, so anyway, uh, I was thinking, okay, so what's what are other concepts that can be worked with this scripture that that was spoken to me and today i was you know praying about it thinking about it and i started thinking about the pedophilia crisis that's going on in hollywood and all over our country and the world and i got to thinking about the uh the mothers god bless them who enter their daughters in beauty contests and pageants and everything else and 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 make these little four and five year old girls look like they're fifteen or sixteen and and uh, while I've never had uh, that kind of craving, uh, you know, a pedophilia kind of craving, I I can understand that it can drive some some people that do crazy, you know. Um, you're not supposed to put stumbling blocks in front of people, and boy, is that a big stumbling block for a guy that's got a problem with liking young children, and. Um, and it puts ideas in their heads. And, and ladies, you know what it's like. You know, you see a good-looking guy sitting in a restaurant. I, I'm not going to say a bar because you shouldn't be in a bar. You pick up a guy in a bar, you get, you know, you, and things turn out bad. Well, you know, you, you went hunting in the wrong area. And, and you got a, a savage beast rather than a, uh, a, a tame animal. You didn't go to a puppy mill. You went to a. Uh, a zoo basically picked up a hyena instead of a cute little puppy. Um, anyway, um, so, and I started to really to grieve. And, and this has happened to me before in this, with this scenario, you know, because it, it instills in, in these little girls that, you know, that, that beauty is more important than anything else uh, outside beauty that I mean, and there's an inner beauty that that women possess that is much more appealing than, than the outer beauty. And um, if if men could learn to look at that and desire that uh, rather than the outside beauty, because that fades after a while. And and admit, ladies, I'll admit it again: men are shallow. Uh, men will marry a good-looking girl because she's good-looking, and then 20 years later, when she's starting her her looks are starting to fade a little bit. They get tired and they they want to, they want something fresh and uh, and a lot of men treat women like their their cars you know they don't like the used car anymore they want a new car and they want to trade up and uh, most of the time if not all the time that kind of leads to a disaster there are very few times when that leads to something better um, I can't think of one um, if you can write to me I um, but uh, anyway so. Uh, you know, so parading little girls and little boys now, they're doing it with little boys like that, too. It's only feeding uh, the lust or the want and desire of uh, 
people that aren't quite right upstairs and and are basically full of sin and uh and want to do bad things to children and um it's not just the sexual aspect of it it's it goes into satanic uh ritual stuff um and if you don't think that's real then you need to well i hope you never experience it but um <clears throat> do some reading because um, i've worked in in psychiatric hospitals um i worked in one down in sacramento where uh during Halloween, we were not allowed to wear costumes or put anything Halloweenish up for Christmas because ha- Halloween is a high satanic holiday, and people that were sexually abused or ritually abused during that holiday, that it's a trigger for them and it brings out a lot of memories and it can bring back a, some mental illness if that's the mental illness has been cured or is being taken care of with medication. Um, uh, it, it can make it come back and. That's not good to do to a person. So the uh, the administrator and uh, the owners of that hospital were wise. And I always respected them for that because I wasn't expected to dress up <laughs> either because I can't. That's not a holiday. Holiday means holy day. It's just a short version of it. And it, that there's nothing holy about Halloween. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, um, I'm going to be reading from a lot of stuff tonight. Um, and I might even go over two hours. And if I do, I don't care because this is very important. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> and I just can't get rid of this. Um, I'm going to read Psalm 74. And there's one part of it that's really pertinent to what we're going to talk about tonight. And I'm going to go into other stuff. Okay. So, uh, and this is uh, a Psalm of David, I do believe. And, uh, nope, I'm sorry. It's a psalm of Asaph. Um, he was one of the kings of uh, Judah. Uh, and he's lamenting why God is rejecting Israel. <laughs> well, you know, the Israel basically at that time, or I should say it was just probably Judah, had um, basically replaced God with other gods. Boy, does that sound like modern-day America? And... Um, set up uh, demonic things in, in the holy places and, and things like that. And, and we see that in churches all the time, both Catholic and Protestant churches, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, he goes on and he says, Oh God, why hast thou cast us off forever? And he gets a question, actually. Uh, why doth thy anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? Well, he knows darn well why, because he's going to cite it down here. Remember thy congregation, which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed, this Mount, Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet until the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy has done wickedly in the sanctuary, the enemy being people that believe that they were doing God a service, but serving foreign gods. Uh, thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. Uh, a man was famous, according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. But now they break down the carved wood uh, work thereof, and once with the axes and hammers, uh, they have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place of thy name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them together. They have burned all the, up all the synagogues of God in the land. 
Okay. Uh, here we go. Continue on. We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet, neither is there among us any that knoweth how long. O God, how long shall the, the adversary reproach? Shall thy, thine enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Pluck it out of thy bosom. For God is my king of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. Thou didst divide the seas by thy strength, and thou breakest the, the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of the Leviathan into pieces, and gaveth him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Thou didst cleave the, didst cleave the fountain and the flood, and thou driest up the mighty rivers. The day is thine, and the night is thine also. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth, and thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy hath reproach, O Lord, and that foolish people have blasphemed thy name. Deliver not the soul, excuse me, O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove until the multitude of the wicked forget not the congregation of the poor forever. And then, He's, he tells God so he says have respect unto the covenant and it's weird in other words he's reminding God of the law the covenant that, that uh, Yahweh had made with uh, Abraham Isaac and, and Jacob and he's asking him to remember it and he, and here's the important part of it and then what I want to get into for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty alright if you don't remember any scripture, then remember that one. Have respect unto the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. O oh, let not the oppressed return to shame. Let the poor and needy praise thy name. Arise, O oh God, plead, plead thine own case. Remember how the foolish man reproaches thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. The tumult of those that rise up against thee increaseth continually. Boy, does that sound like today, huh? Okay, so with that in mind, knowing that the writer of this was speaking of the dark places of the earth being habitations of cruelty, um, I want to get into this subject of uh, child abduction and um, and what happens, okay, um, and how uh, President Trump is the first president that sees this as a problem and wants to fight against it. But first, we have to we have to look at the presidents that came before him, and you know, why didn't they want to fight against this stuff? Well, you know, it could be that they were afraid. You know, there it could be that each president gets a talking to when he becomes a president and says, "This is what you can do, and this is what you can't do. And if you do this, you're going to die." Remember John F. Kennedy, you know. Um, so, anyway. And having been said, um, Trump, I don't know if you know this, but he has his own bodyguards. He doesn't, while the Secret Service is allowed to remain around, Trump uses his own bodyguards because he pays them well and he can trust them. He's vetted them for many years. Um, so uh, Trump is the only one that's fighting this. But um, 
I have to enlarge this page now. Hold on a second, please. So I want to read from, uh, this is from a, a page called News Punch, where mainstream fears to tread. Um, I love it. I really do. I might uh, subscribe to this page. And let's see, we're, I'm reading from an article that was dated April 30th, 2017. Excuse me, I have a little indigestion. Um, and this is really before, or maybe maybe the war on pedophilia started the day Trump took office. I don't know. Uh, it's really ramped up recently. Um, and, and it's ramped up a lot during this COVID-19 crisis. Uh, which uh, what somebody said, uh, one of the Democrats said, never let a good crisis go to waste. So I think Trump has seized the day on that one, and he's, he's using um, using uh, this crisis in order to do what he needs to do uh, in other things. Uh, so uh, not saying that he created the crisis, just that, hey, it's here, so might as well do this while it's here, you know? Um, in the article was written by Sean Adele Tabatabai. Uh, it says News US. And um, anyways, his former SEAL says 3,000 elite pedophiles arrested media silent. Of course they are. It says former Navy SEAL Craig Sawyer. Now this kind of makes me think, wonder about this article because usually Navy SEALs and former Navy SEALs usually keep their they're trapped shut when it comes about doing things like this. But, you know, who knows? Maybe this guy just doesn't care anymore and he just wants to to fight the war. He knows that he might get taken out. So, hey, I'm just going to fight this and whatever happens, happens. So um, I think it's just current Navy SEALs that are, that are remain anonymous um, in many cases. And that's why when uh, Obama started naming their names and stuff like that it pretty well, uh, put him up for a death sentence and uh well anyway that's a whole other story for all in a day so former navy seal craig story says there were 3,000 pedophiles belonging to an elite satanic pedophile ring have been arrested amid a, amid a total blackout by the mainstream media formerly i don't understand arrest when it comes to this they should just go in with their their uh, automatic weapons firing and just dispatch them all but uh, i guess people are better than me um, speaking with InfoWars, Michael Zimmerman, I know you're going InfoWars, you're Alex Jones. Well, you know what? Alex Jones isn't all that bad, okay? Yeah, he's like anybody else. He's got some quirks and some questionable practices. But um, if this article is coming from Alex Jones's uh, crew, then this speaks a lot for Alex Jones and uh, InfoWars. Okay. Uh, speaking with InfoWars, Michael Zimmerman at the NRA's uh, annual convention, Sawyer says that the intelligence insiders had confirmed that Trump's vow to take down the elite pedophile ring in Washington, D.C. is already being fulfilled, according to Sawyer. And it's funny because there's a video here that's been look, it's obviously been taken off of YouTube. Um, and I understand that Twitter has banned the hashtag Save the Children. So it makes you wonder who's running Twitter, right? Okay, according to Sawyer, his independent research has led him to discover that high-level government officials routinely torture and kill young children during satanic rituals. He says that despite a concerted effort by social media and the mainstream to suppress this information, it cannot escape the avalanche of truth being released by independent media. 
he says, uh, we started a nonprofit organization called Veterans for Child Rescue, and we're raising money to expose high-level elite pedophile rings that are snatching up our children. Some of them are into satanic rituals and torturing little infants and toddlers to death. I'm getting high-level information from federal law enforcement and intelligent communities. They've been arrest. There have been over 3,000 arrests since January. We have a president now who is not okay with children being raped, tortured, and put to death. Thank God. With all these arrests going on, I've been learning more and more about it, and I've realized I have to go independent to get around the gatekeepers in the mainstream media who refuse to report on it. My mission is to inform American citizens of what they've been denied knowing. I want to provide a non-permissive environment against these acts for these children and to make better environment for children going forward. We have to do something. I've assembled a task force of high-level high intelligence retirees and veterans who are very capable. So we're going to shoot this documentary and shine a light on the cesspool of corruption that, to help clean it up. Immediately after, <clears throat> immediately after I told Alex Jones and announced our found founding of our organization, I got phone calls from officials saying that there are two groups planning to attack the organization. He says, he said, I'm going to allow their attacks to illuminate what they're doing. Social media is suppressing my reach. Crowdfunding sites have undermined us, but every day we are gaining more and more support from high level officials. It's a grassroots movement that's growing very quickly. And that's the end of that article. God bless this guy. And unless you have children and grandchildren, you don't understand. But um, so I did a little, um, a little searching into uh, <laughs> uh, pedophiles and, and things like that. Uh, uh, I'll be reading off a list of pedophile organizations. Something called the Weinstein effect, talking about people that were involved with him. That's not so much dealing with children. It's dealing with sexual corruption in Hollywood, which is bad. I'm, I'm just trying to focus on children here. Um, conspiracy theorists. Let's see. <clears throat> um, an article from the Daily Mail in, in England talking about bizarre conspiracy theories could suggest celebrities, including the Pope and even the royals, who have been snapped with black eyes. Yeah, it's the Black Eye Club. Um a very long article about adrenochrome. I don't know if we're going to get to that. Um, that's that's almost a whole two-hour show right there. So, anyway. Um, okay. So, the first thing I came along. Let's see. I can get rid of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first thing I, I found... When I typed in arrest of pedophiles, and this is on Google. Okay, so um, if this stuff is on Google, I can only imagine what's on other sites. I typically don't look at Google because it's run by a corrupt organization who are probably pedophiles themselves. But they have to print some of this so that it looks like there's there's actually uh, they, it looks like they're actually concerned about it, whereas they're probably seething at the mouth over it and just by typing in arrest of pedophiles, um, I come up the first one that says massive pedophile ring busted 230 kids saved. It's a U.S. News article. Um, Daily Mail article, police arrest 30 pedophiles in just one Virginia county. 
Daily Mail article. Cops arrest 16 suspected pedophiles in child abuse raids. Um, I guess that was down in Polk County, Florida. Um, uh, some organization called uh, OCCRP says U.S. 20 suspected pedophiles arrested undercover operations. Notice these numbers are different, so they're not the same groups. They're not talking about the same groups. Um, one here, BBC.com. Germany investigates 30,000 suspects over pedophilia. Now, here's one that's kind of dubious. Vatican arrests pedophile ex-archbishop. Okay. <laughs> I think most of them are, well, maybe that's not fair, but quite a few of them are, are child abusers. And, uh, and and if that's what the case in a lot of churches here in the United States, I can only imagine what the Vatican's like. I, I would not want to go down to the lower levels of the Vatican. Okay, uh, this is from The Independent in UK. Up to 450 pedophiles arrested in, in a month in UK as Internet uh, drives on um, explosion of child sex abuse. Um, another one, uh, News Channel 10, wherever that is, KFDA. Uh, massive global pedophile ring busted. Um, another one, French pedophilia suspect target, targeted street children. Um, this is in Jakarta, uh, Indonesia. Um, they got him. Uh, worldwide pedophile ring busted in sting operation. Um, state-run homes and orphanages. I can't think of a lower person that would then would work in one of those places and do that. But you know what? That's where the easy talk targets are. That's where the people can disappear and they won't they'll never be found again. Um, Let's see, 18th arrest made in connection with alleged pedophile ring. Uh, police arrest pedophile subject. Virginia police, okay, that's 30. Yeah, we've read that already. French police arrest most wanted dark net pedophile suspect. I think I talked about that on another radio show. Um, I think this is probably the same guy, a pedophile brain behind dark net websites arrested in France. And I think they got a lot from him because he had names and everything actually set up a program where these people could go um, on the dark web uh, to to access all kinds of pedophilic uh, pornography. You know, I, I get sick just talking about this stuff. I really do. Um, and, and it goes on and on and on. 16 suspects arrested and everything else. And like I've said in past programs, they always go after the small fish first because... Now, if you if you wanted to go after a drug dealer, well, first of all, you'd find a junkie, and you tell the junkie, well, I'm going to throw you in jail unless you tell me who's giving you the drugs, and I might even get you fixed. You know, oh, really? Okay, well, I'm getting it from so and so. Then you go and get your rest so and so, and you find out who so and so's been selling it to. Then you also find out who so and so's getting it from. And then you got whatchamacallit, who has been supplying so-and-so. And so you work your way up. Um, a lot of times, <laughs> when you go fishing, you use small bait to catch fish, and then you use those fish to catch bigger fish. Okay, it's it's a common uh, fishing technique in many areas of the world. And uh, anyway, um, so, uh, so there's a lot going on, and it's all started since Trump was... Uh, since Trump got into office. Now, um, 
Another one here, this is CBS News. This was posted May 23rd, 2019, so it's a little over a year old. Um, alleged pedophilia dark website bus brings nine arrests in the U.S. and other countries and rescue of 50 kids. Okay. And if you've been watching, um, if you've been watching anything uh, recently, especially uh, when COVID first started to get serious here in the United States, um, people were reporting explosions underground. Uh, they were, you know, that hospital ship came in, didn't take any people onto it, but it came in. And uh, Billy Graham set up his Samaritan's Purse in uh, Central Park, and they hardly brought any COVID patients there. But um, after all the explosions stopped and everything, all of a sudden that place closed down and the ship left. So were they taking uh, child victims of these people? And um, if you if you really research into this, you find out that um, <clears throat> they call them the white hats. The good guys are going in and they're just they're just killing these people that are that are doing this and and blowing them up and everything else because they're non salvageable. And it's a military operation, so and they're being fought against too when they go in there. So uh, there's a lot of deep underground nuclear, uh, deep underground military bases, excuse me, uh, that have been used for this too. And uh, the White Hats are going in there and taking them back over. Most of them are uh, habitations of cruelty because they're dark places of the earth. They're inside the earth, <clears throat> or inside the crust, I should say. So anyway, um, this article about the pedophilia, um, nine arrests in the U.S. and other countries, I'm going to read it because I think it's important. International police group uh, Interpol said Thursday that nine people have been arrested in Thailand, Australia, and the U.S., and 50 children have been rescued after investigators took down an online pedophilia ring. More arrests were expected as police in nearly 60 countries pursued investigations stemming from Interpol operations launched uh, two years ago in a hidden dark website with 63,000 users worldwide. That's pretty bad. God have mercy on the human race. Uh, 50 children rescued following an arrest. Police are trying to identify an additional 100 images that have been shared on the Internet's uncharted corners. Interpol said in its, said its Operation Blackrest began after it found material that was traced back to a subscription-based site on the on the uh, dark web where people can use encrypted software to hide behind layers of secrecy. I mean, if it's so okay to do, then why do you got to hide, right? Um, dark websites can't be can be let's see, dark websites can't be found through search engines, and users need to have specific URL addresses to land on a site. Um, then there's a video you can watch. Um, by the way, yeah, I did I did cite where I'm getting this from. Okay. Uh, Interpol enlisted help from national agencies worldwide and with U.S. Homeland Security investigations. HSI department eventually tracked the site's IP address where new photos are, and videos were posted weekly. The first arrest came in early 2018 when the site's main administrator, Montri Salangam, Salangam, was detained in Thailand, and another administrator, Rueka Takputsa, was uh, captured in Australia. Salangam, whose victims included one of his own nephews, was sentenced last June 
to 146 years in prison by Thai courts, and they are not friendly. Um, so he's going to be, uh, he'll probably die in prison real soon. Um, Interpol said children were lured into selling grams home with the promise of food, internet access, and soccer games. See, that's their plan for all of us folks. They want to make, make us so that we're hungry and we'll do anything to get food, uh, clothing, and shelter. And, uh, if you vote Democrat, then you, then you're voting for that. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. One of his associates, a preschool teacher, got 36 years. Tokputsa was handed a 40-year prison term at his trial in Australia last Friday, the longest ever for child sex offenses in the country. The Australian Associated Press reported that Tokputska, 31, pleaded guilty to 50 counts of abuse of 11 babies and children. Just one 15 months old between 2011 and 2018. You are the children's worst nightmare. You are every parent's horror. You are a menace to the community, Judge Lysel Chapman uh, said in Adelaide. Excuse me. Um, Interpol didn't identify the other arrests. The HSI's regional attaché in Bangkok, Eric McLaughlin, said in a statement that numerous arrests had been made in the U.S., some held positions of public trust. He said, and one individual was abusing his two-year-old stepbrother. Sorry, I take pause. I, I just, this bothers me. This is a really hard show to do. It really is, because I have grandchildren. If anybody did anything like that to them, I, I would... I would empty two two clips of my Glock into them and, and go look for more bullets. Um, Operation Black Wrist sends a clear message to those abusing children, uh, producing child sexual exploitation materials and sharing images online. We see you and you will be brought to justice, Interpol Secretary uh, General Jurgen Stock said. Well, I actually got through that article. Okay. So anyway, you can see that this thing is worldwide. They, um, I remember reading years ago um, that, uh, I don't remember if you, uh, there was a big earthquake in Indonesia and uh, the wave went and wiped out this little area called uh, Phuket Island or Phuket Province. I can't remember what it was. And that area was known for this kind of garbage. And you can't help but wondering if God just took a lot of those people out. Hopefully the children didn't get hurt, but um, God has a special, Yahweh has a special heart for children. And he said, suffer not the little children to come unto me because such is the kingdom of heaven. In other words, little children are an example of what he wants us to be. And uh, okay. Well, anyway, so <clears throat> that brings us around to, um, let's see, we can get, oh, okay, let's do a list of pedophile advocacy organizations. And they're all over the world. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and it's on, it's a list on uh, WikiLeaks and, um, not WikiLeaks, Wikipedia. And uh, here we go. International, under that heading, 
the IPC, formerly International Pedophile and Child Emancipation, changed its name in 1998 for public relations reasons. Yeah, gee, I guess. It was founded in early 1990s. As of 2005, it had 75 member, 79 members in 20 countries. Yeah, right. Abbott's just got a lot more than that. Um, okay, Australia. Okay, uh, Australia Asian Man Boy Love Association, AMBLA, an associate of IPCE, the, for, the last one we read about. And there's another one, Australian Pedophile Support Group, AS, APSG, founded in 1980 or 1983. Its membership is very small. It was disbanded due to police activity and succeeded by uh, boy lovers and zucchini eaters. Um, I guess Blaze found that out. Uh, this group was also dismantled by police. That's that's sick. Perverted. Belgium. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Documentatidist pedophile. I don't know what that stands for. I guess it's an organization. Then there's the Center de Recherche et de Information sur uh, l'Enfes à la Sexuality. Um, and that's in French, I guess. But I think the French and the Belgians uh, interchange their language. Um, 1982 to 1986, founded by Philippe uh, Charpentier. The group uh, published a magazine, Lil Espoir, whatever that means. <clears throat> There's some things I just don't want to ask. Um, another one in Belgium, Fakt und Gruppe Pedophilia, founded in early 1970s. Another one called uh, Stikum. And another one called uh, Study Group Pedophile. And now it says that's defunct. Canada, the Coalition Pedophile uh, Quebecois Associate with, the, they're another associate of the IPCE. Uh, another one called the Foundation Nouvelle. Nouvelle and that's defunct. Maybe, you know, I don't always go by that. <laughs> it's possible they're still around, but they change their name. Denmark, there's one, the Danish Pedophile Association. Uh, France, there's the Group de Re Turkey pour und Enfants. I think it means infant. Uh, Differente, and it's got the acronym uh, GRED. Uh, 1979 to 1987, the group published the bulletin La Petite Gredin, which means the little rogue. Oh, my goodness. Germany. I, I might not try to say some of these. German words are, well, they're very fun to fool around and say. This isn't a time to fool around. Um, there was a group called A.G. Pado, founded in 1991 by the Association Arbeits Group des Bundesverbandes Homosexualität. Um, there's another one called Aktion uh, Fries Leben. Leben is children, I know, or love. 
So I guess action for free love. Um, I can understand a little bit of German. It's, you know, it's kind of um, akin to English in some ways. Um, another one called Arbeit. Uh, I think that doesn't, that means free. Uh, Ar- I, I'm thinking of the, the sign above Auschwitz. Machtfrei. No, that means work. Um, Arbeit Kreis, Padatste uh, Pedophilie, or APF active in the early 1980s. Um, Arbeit's Gemeinschaft Humane Sexualität, uh, the AHS, and that just says DE, I guess it's just German. Um, Another one with the first, same first word. How's that for getting out of that? Um, Schule uh, Paderstand und uh, Transsexual. I guess it's a transsexual site. Working with groups, gays, uh, pederists, and transsexuals. A 1980s faction of the German Green Party. Hey, hey, you green people. You're into everything, aren't you? Involved in pro-pedophile activism now defunct and viewed with embarrassment. Well, it should be. Another one, Deutsch Studien und Arbeitsmeinschaft Pedophile, uh, DSAP. They were from 1979 to 1983. Another one, Fakt und uh, Seithergruppe uh, Pedophile. Another one, uh, Indianer Commune uh, Indiana Commune, uh, active from 1970s to the mid-1980s, Commune that pressured the Green Party, sometimes violently, for what it considered to be children's liberation. Kanalratan uh, is an offshoot of the last one I just mentioned, but for female pedophiles. And then this Kruma 13, or K13, I can only imagine what that means, Kindergarten through 13, maybe. Um, uh, how about Padagrup Rat Untat Zentrium? Doesn't have anything after it. Uh, Padafil Schlift und Emancipationsgrup Munichen, uh, SHG, started 2003. Police began raiding its members. Uh, resulting in more than half a million items of children pornography seized in multiple arrests. See, folks, this stuff isn't new. It's not new. It's been around forever. And it's been allowed to happen. Okay, and the last one, uh, Viren für Sexuell Gleichbertigung, uh, founded in Munich 1973 to 1988. Looks like the uh, Germans really cracked down on a bunch of this stuff, which is good. Now, if they could just crack down on other things. Okay, I should be able to pronounce this. It's in Italy. It's only one. Group OP, founded by Francesco Villani, who is a journalist at the gay magazine Babylonia. (laughs) Yeah, like Babylon. Uh he and 10 other associates with Group OP were arrested in 1993. At the time, the magazine's editorial staff defended him. The group published the bulletin Corriere del Pedophili. Courier to be courier 
of another oh, courier of pedophiles. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Uh, Netherlands. Uh, a group called John, J-O-N, founded in 1979 by the Dutch Society for Sexual Reform. Uh, another one, Party for Neighborly Love, Freedom, and Diversity, 2006-2010, restarted in 2020. Dutch political party that advocates for lowering the legal age of consent to 12 years old with the goal of eventually abolishing it and legalizing child pornography. It never participated in any election. It only has three known members. Um, another one, uh, Verenging Martin, found in 1982 on uh, 27th of June, 2012, a Dutch court ruled that the group was illegal and ordered it to disband immediately. However, this decision was overturned by a higher court. Of course it was. They have the same problems we do. In 2013, the judge motivated by their decision, motivated their decision by stating that the club did not commit crimes and had the right to freedom of association. This was itself overturned by the Dutch Supreme Court on 18th of April 2014, restating the trial judge's order on banning the organization for trivializing and glorifying pedophilic acts. The association filed an appeal of the European Court of Human Rights, but it was rejected. The group published OK Magazine. Okay, we're, we're getting down there, folks. Um, we've got only four more countries. Uh, Norway, Norwegian Pedophile Group and Amnesty for Ch- Children's Sexuality. Switzerland, Switzer Zeit, uh are bits mindscraft pedophile so that'd be the swiss work uh, mindscraft i don't know what that is anyway united kingdom finally english uh pedophile action for liberation formed 1974 merged with pie in 1975 and then that brings us down to pie pedophile information exchange pie 1974 through 1984, it was affiliated with the National Council for Civil Liberties, known not known for as Liberty, from 1975 to 1983 when it was expelled. It published magazines Magpie, under, uh, comma Understanding Pedophilia and Childhood Rights, um, period, uh, received support also from the Albany Trust. Not all, New Oregon or New York, okay. Uh, Campaign for Homosexual Equality, the Gay Left, and Spartacus International Gay Guide. <laughs> oh, bitch, Spartacus is spinning around his grave. Okay, in the United States is the last one. Okay. Uh, the Childhood Sens- Sensuality Circle, CSC, founded in 1971 in San Diego, California, by a student of Wilhelm Reich, defunct by the mid-1980s. North American Man Boy Love Association, NAMLA, 1978 to present. That's alarming. Considered to be largely defunct, but I've heard about them. I've, yeah, there's, they're still around. I've heard about them because I've heard people talking about them recently in the news. Uh, another one, Project Truth. Uh, Project Truth, period. Okay, one of the organizations which was expelled from the ILGA in 1994 for being a pedophile organization. 
and the last one, the Rene Goyang Society. Most investigators consider it a one-man propaganda operation. Its slogan was said to be sex before eight or else it's too late. Defunct by the mid-1980s. See, folks, this has been around since the 70s and 80s, and there's been organizations that have been trying to promote it and trying to get the courts to to okay it and trying to get people to want to try to think that this perversion, this deviant activity is okay to do. Okay. And believe, you know, <laughs> I was the story when my grandfather was a kid. If anybody ever came out of the closet and said they were, you know, gay or lesbian or something like that. They were shunned. They're basically driven out of town. If they weren't beat up and down south, they might have even been lynched. I don't know. Um, okay, as Grandpa, and then my dad's generation tolerated some of this stuff. You had actors like Liberace. Um, everybody used to laugh at him and think, oh, yeah, how, how flamboyant and extravagant he is. But he plays such a good piano. And you hear it a lot about Hollywood nowadays. Well, yeah, he might he might be doing this and that, but he's such a good actor. Well, get your priorities straight if you're saying stuff like that. You know, if he's abusing children and he's a good actor, then the abusing children part should come first, and that should be, that should be the basis of how you form your opinion. Not that the guy can pretend to be somebody he's not by acting. Um. Then when my generation came, you know, it was, um, you know, we would, had watched our parents um, not only tolerating, but sometimes um, advocating people like Liberace, uh, Little Richard, other people like that. And um, <clears throat> so when people like Elton John came along, that was very flamboyant um, and others. Uh, we might have laughed at him a lot of times, but again, Elton John played some pretty good music, so people accepted him. Um, others that we heard, uh, people were shocked when he heard about Rock Hudson. That happened when I was, you know, a, a younger man. And, um, and his, he died of AIDS, and I remember uh, Doris Day going and getting checked for, for AIDS because she had had a long-time relationship with him. And, uh, and he... It didn't come out out about his uh, homosexuality until almost before he died, until they found out he had AIDS, then it had to come out. But then you have people like Magic Johnson and stuff like that and others who who basically have uh, maybe a pretty good character on the outside. But, well, I don't even know how Magic Johnson got AIDS, to tell you the truth. Maybe he's a bad bad, uh, way to illustrate this, but... Uh, Freddie Mercury, we know that he was uh, pretty out of the closet um, and had relations, I think, with Elton John. But um, anyway, so every when when you start coming out and bringing this stuff out to the public, at first it's shunned, and then it's not shunned so much, and then it's accepted, then it's accepted more, and after a while you start they they start demanding rights and you have to grant them their rights because society has has basically taken up a cause for them and it's not wrong what they're doing anymore. It's just their lifestyle, the way they were born, let's BS. Um, because your DNA 
says one thing, and if you argue with your DNA, then you're a bigger fool than anybody anybody else that I know. But um, anyway, so that was the list of uh, pedophile advocates, and that's probably not all of them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we went into the rest of pedophiles. We went to the SEAL team guy. Um, okay, now there's, um, I just want to look at something real quick because I don't know where we stand on time here. And I can go for three hours if I want to. I want to, okay, we almost, almost been going an hour. Okay. Um, and this is going to go into, uh, bizarre, it's going to go into, more of the Illuminati stuff where this stuff is concerned. And, um, well, you'll see how it, it's, it goes right up to the top. Um, and this is from the Daily Mail, and it was from, let's see. No, that's today's date. I can't tell when it was actually published. That's weird. Well, anyway, it was from the Daily Mail, and it's an English newspaper. And it doesn't even, oh, here it is, by Jackie DeVoy from Mail Online, published uh, 606 Eastern Daylight Time, 20th July 2018, updated 1048 Eastern Daylight Time, 20th July 2018. Okay. And it's Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I, so she looks like she's French. Um she says a bizarre conspiracy theory has emerged suggesting that celebrities seen sporting a black eye are part of the Illuminati. <clears throat> and I believe that to be true. But we will uh, we'll continue with the article. Elizabeth Hurley, Boy George, Robert Downey Jr. are among the A-listers who have been photographed with bruising in the right eye, or excuse me, in the eye area in recent years. Former U.S. President George W. Bush, along with the Pope, Prince Philip, Prince Andrew, all have been photographed with black eyes. And that's black eyes, B-L-E-C-K-E-Y-E-S. Um, according to some conspiracy theorists, the black left eye is part of a cult or Illuminati high-level initiation ritual during <clears throat> which the pleasure, the pleasure is said to be forced to eat pain in the quest to become more powerful. I think it's a little more serious than that. I think it's from injecting adrenochrome into behind the eye so it can reach the pineal, pineal gland a lot easier. But um, So it's got a picture of Elizabeth Hurley with a, a bruising under her left eye. And you know what's weird is these people seem to take these pictures and publish them like it's a badge of honor. That's weird. Um, another picture, Boy George was pictured with bruising around his left eye. At the Brit Awards in 2014, he said at the time it was a fashion victim makeup. Okay, it's got the Pope with a black left eye. The Pope pictured in 2017 has also been pictured with a black eye, in which he's said to have been caused by a collision while he was riding in the Pope mobile. Okay. And let's see. So anyway, author and internet radio show host Sherry Schreiner, who wrote a book uh, interview with the devil in which she claimed to converse with Lucifer. <laughs> okay, not exactly somebody I'd want to talk with. 
has spoken on the uh, link between these black eyes and soul scalping. According to Shriner, government leaders, people on TV and uh, with their own shows and hundreds of popular entertainers have sold their soul to Satan. Yeah, I can believe it. And if you ever see them make the goat of Mendy's uh, sign with their hands um, at concerts and at speaking engagements, it pretty well proves it. Um, and you can make that sign. Try not to make it, but you put your pinky finger and your index finger pointed up, your two middle fingers brought down to your palm, and then your 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 uh, thumb placed over those two fingers that are down in your palm. If you see that at a concert, you know that you're not in a good place. Um, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> you cannot be on TV now without signing on the dotted line. The bizarre reoccurrence of facial bruises on Illuminati politicians and entertainers has resulted in speculation that their souls have been replaced in a satanic ritual called soul scalping, she said. Good old days, we called it possession. Um, Shriner, who died earlier this year, believed all the powerful people in the world have been scalped. She said that this can be done in a number of ritualistic ways, all of which result in possession. There we go. Whereby the human soul is removed and the body is taken over by a demonic entity. I don't believe it's removed. It's just overridden. Um, in conspiracy circles, the process is also known as walk-ins. Some people believe that the black eye is a result of soul scalping. And if you believe in the two-seed theory, you got to realize that some of these people were born to be evil. And I think that's why they don't mind sporting these different looks, because to them it's um, it's a badge of honor. Another picture, Robert Downey Jr. appeared to have bruising around his left eye while attending a glitzy event back in 2005. Another picture with Adam Sandler. Pictured in 2011, previously joked his black eye was caused by his pregnant Drew Barrymore's unborn child punching him. Yeah, I believe that story. I hope he got you good. <laughs> Picture of David Bowie, but David Bowie, it looks like it's his right eye. I don't know if that has a significance or not. The late David Bowie also appeared to sport a black eye while performing in 2005, which was described as being... Justice for theatrics. And then it goes back to the article. Meanwhile, celebrities have come up with various explanations of how they got their black eyes over the years. When actor Adam Sandler was asked by Jimmy Kennel four years ago how he got his black eye, he joked uh, a pregnant Drew Barrymore's unborn child had punched him. In other interviews, the actor had claimed that the bruising was a result of playing basketball. I guess a lie to cover up a lie, huh? Okay, Boy George claimed the shiner <clears throat> he sported at the Brit Awards in 2014 was a fashion victim makeup, while David Bowie's black eye seen in 2005 was described as being from being just for the theatrics. Meanwhile, George W. Bush has been quizzed about his shiners each time he's been spotted with them, more than one, folks. Um, he attributed the first one in 1992 a rather overzealous snowballing from his grandchildren, the second in 2004 to a fall off of his bike. And more recently, he claimed that he'd been hit in the face by a microphone stand when it swung around and whacked him during a speech. What made it swing around? That's my question. So it's a lie. Anyway, there's another picture of Prince uh, 
It says royals have also been photographed with black eyes in the past, including Prince Philip. He is pictured here in 2004. Boy, and his shiner goes all the way around his eye. Okay, it's got Prince Andrew standing with the queen. Prince Andrew is also pictured with bruising under his eye while attending the Countess Malbatten's uh, Malbatten at uh, Burma's funeral in June of 2017. The article continues. The Pope's said to have hit his eye while riding through the streets of Car- Cartagena, Cartagena, I guess, Colombia. No, Cartagena, if it's in Colombia, uh, in the Pope Mobile last year. Several news reports stated that he had made a joke about the injuries, saying that he'd been punched. Oh, man. Lucky guy who did that, if it's true. But we know it's not true because it's a ritualistic thing. Conspiracy theorists have pointed out that even members of the royal family have been spotted with black eyes over the years. Prince Philip was seen with one in both 2013 when a Buckingham Palace spokesperson said that he had woken up with it in 2015. Prince Andrew also sported a shiner when he attended the Countess Malpatton's Burma funeral in 2017 in June. When asked at the time about the injury, a Buckingham Palace spokesman said, person said, this is not something we would comment on. Probably the most honest person in the whole bunch. Um, another picture has George W. Bush with a nice shiner. Um, a black eye on a number of occasions, including 2002, and that's the one that's shown above. Picture of Harry Reid. He was a former senator from Nevada. Former Democratic uh, leader Harry Reid was pictured with bruising around his left eye in 2011, but he got hit twice. <clears throat> okay, I'll probably talk about it down here. Other celebrities who have also um, sported black eyes in the past include former Democrat here, Harry Reid. Uh, ironically, U.S. TV personality and gossip columnist Perez Hilton said his black eye was given to him by uh, Polo Molina, the manager of the Black Eyed Peas. Cosmetic surgery can, of course, result in temporary bruising around the eye area, so many are dismissing as being a result of this. But just one eye. Okay. However, uh, conspiracy theorists believe that a number of famous folk who fall prey to this particular injury, injury seem startlingly high. Startlingly high. There are many theories, including the suggestion that the black left eye is part of a cult of the Illuminati high level initiation ritual. The bruised left eye has also been referred to as the Illuminati Shiner mark given to those who have scaled their way to the top of the elite pyramid. Another guy I'd never heard of, U.S. TV personality and gossip columnist, Chris Hilton, okay, said his black eye was given to him, ironically, by the manager of the Black Eyed Peas. He's got a picture of him there. And he's got raggedy and red hair, okay. Um... Some researchers suggest a link between the bearers of black eyes and the worship of the Egyptian sun god Horus, whose left eye was black and represented the moon, and whose right eye was white and represented the sun. The story goes that he lost his left eye in a fight with his brother Set. Could the bruising of the left eye be the nod to this, perhaps? In the past, it was believed that the black eye was the devil's mark, 
also noted in an 1879 Freemason journal, um, Freemason's journal, A Black Eye. However, many uh, have been left wondering, uh, in any article on the American First Patriots, writer Noah Christopher questioned why so many politicians have black eyes. He says, sure, it's possible that a bunch of politicians just randomly started running into things and getting black eyes all around the same time. And sure, some like John McCain have uh, very rational explanations like medical treatment, but I could, I find it fairly odd, he said. Reddit users, is all, as Reddit users has, have also given their points of view, uh, with one also suggesting it was a bizarre how many celebrities have black eyes. One wrote, it's bizarre as hell how many black, how many of them have black eyes. I grew up fighting a lot, even some bar fights, and I've had many one black, black eye in my whole life, and not nearly as bad as those. Just like the stripe under my eye, chances are slim to have so many political high places like that one. So anyway, that ends that article. So um, I, I read this to bring up the fact that um, a lot of these people are into something called adrenochrome. And I read somewhere a while back, and I don't know where I read it. I wish I could remember that when they inject this, sometimes they inject it behind the left eye. And because uh, when you look at the um, the bruises, a lot of times it's more like um, on the far right side of, um, excuse me, the far side of the left eye, almost uh, away from the eye socket. Um, and if you, that tissue behind the eye there is so, has so many blood vessels in it that if you were to, um, puncture with any kind of needle, yes, it's going to give you a black eye. So um, it's something to think about. And, okay, so I was looking at this other article, which is very, very long, and it's called Save the Children Exposing Pedivore, or hashtag, hashtag exposing, hashtag pedivore, hashtag exposed. Um, and it's got videos here, and it's... Um, <clears throat> It says adrenochrome is associated with, and it's got a couple of videos. Adrenochrome, what is it? And it gives the chemical makeup of it and uh, how it can be synthesized. It's funny because one of the theories uh, why so many of these actors are are being quiet about what's going on. Well, first, one of the theories is that they've been ordered to keep their mouth shut because they're under house arrest, which would be wonderful if it's true. But another one is that they're running out of adrenochrome. And if you see a picture of Ellen Degenerate, ah, excuse me, Degenerous, um, from last year, even a year before, and now she looks like she's aged 100 years, and so is Kathy Griffin. So anyway, they show a vial of adrenochrome, and then they, um, there's another vial. It looks like it has a darker liquid in it. It looks like it may be blood. It says... Uh, Adrenochrome, an immortality serum obtained from the adrenal gland of living children after they have been terrorized to get the highest level of the adrenaline. It also has LSD-like qualities and is used in satanic rituals by monarchies, politicians, congressmen, celebrities, CEOs, and the elite. 
and kids are their drug. And it's got another... Well, these are just pictures of Genochrome Part 1. What is it? Where does it come from? Okay, there's... Um, <clears throat> and I'm going to have to really read slowly because this is a really small type. Maybe I can enlarge this a little bit. That's still in small type. Anyway, um, it says adrenochrome and children trafficking. Famous Satanist Aleister Crowley taught the scientific fact that the blood of children is an anti-aging device in itself, but is 10 times more efficient when it is adrenalized uh, children's blood. Child trafficking is a massive and rich industry, especially in Hollywood and the alphabet agencies. That's interesting, like FBI, CIA. Um, but it's also been exposed as satanic ritual abuse, SRA, um, where there is ritual sacrifice, rape, and blood drinking. Not only do they drink the children's blood, but they torture and rape them so their blood gets uh, adrenalized so that it will work more effectively on these uh yeah, these more wicked demons. This is why the higher up, now I don't believe this, but I'm going to read it. The higher up Jewish Zionist elites continue aging and never seem to die. Well, I just recently read that David Rockefeller died, so that's bullshit right there. Um, They're secretly afraid of the punishment they will get for their wickedness. Well, that might be true, but I think it's true of everybody that uses it. Okay. Let me look, check on our time again, okay? Because I, this is a really good uh, one hour and 14 minutes. We're good. Okay. All right. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is a chemical compound with the molecular formula C9H9NO3 produced by the oxidation of adrenaline or epinephrine. The derivative carbazochrome is a hemostatic medication. Despite a similarity in chemical names it is unrelated to chrome or chromium adrenal chrome alternately called neuromelanin is a hallucinogenic drug suspecting suspected to have been used in project mk ultra like lysergic acid dimethylide uh, dimethylmide lsd secret cold war experiments tested various drugs during unethical human experimentation in the united states these hallucinogenic drugs see also the psychosomatic medicine uh, antagonize psychological phenomena, which may explain, but not conclusively, seeing aliens during abductions, <clears throat> period. Adrenochrome, a chemical known since at least the 1930s, is a chemical compound with the molecular formula, again, C9H9NO3 produced by the oxidation of adrenaline epinephrine in mammals. The chemical is especially, especially concentrates in the body during times of high flight or fight response conditions, such as during extreme trauma and suffering. Author Hunter S. Thompson mentions adrenochrome in his book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The adrenochrome scene also appears in the novel's film adaptation. <clears throat> How is it harvested? Adrenochrome is generally known to be harvested from the pineal glands of penguins in places such as Antarctica, 
the South Pole, an order of uh, such described by WikiLeaks cable. However, uh, this and WikiLeaks is pretty reliable too. So they've been getting it from penguins in South in uh, in Antarctica. That's sick. However, this obviously does not meet the global Luciferian elite's need for getting intoxicated and drunk on their conquest. Therefore, uh, tying into Pedogate, which is recently rolled up and uncovered by the United States Department of Justice, the Luciferian elite instead kidnap children, rape and torture them in order to concentrate the adrenaline slash epinephrine in their glands. Uh, in their glands, then they harvest the adrenochrome from the glands while the subject is living. The adrenochrome does not last long in post-mortem. They sacrifice the child after the drug is extracted. Alternately, the subject may be kept alive for repeated extractions. They keep the children captive as prisoners hidden somewhere for long-term traumatization treatment, where they maintain the children alive, but they traumatize, torture, rape, and extract the blood of the child's uh, blood transfusions multiple times until the child finally dies from the abuse and blood loss, or they decide to kill the child in one of their many monthly satanic child sacrifice rituals. This stuff really happens, folks. It really does. And if you're a believer, you need to wake up. Um, let me take a little break and explain something. You need, if you have kids or grandkids, if you take them outside in your yard, you need to be out there with them. If you take them to a store, you need to be with them at all times, holding on to them. If they go to the bathroom, Grandpa, if it's a boy, you go in there with him. Grandma, if it's a girl, you go in there with her. Okay. Um, and you watch very carefully because more children are taken from bathrooms than anywhere else. And now these people are starting to get real bold. They're just grabbing people, children from mother's arms and stuff and running out of stores and stuff. Um, if you're not afraid to do this, even if you are, get a right to carry permit and carry a gun with you. And if one of these bastards or bitches tries to take your children away from you, shoot them dead. Okay. The only thing evil understands is violence. Okay. Okay. The extracting of the blood is, uh, is proceed for a process while the child is alive. The satanic procedure of extracting the blood from the child. In this case, a needle is plunged into the eye to extract the adrenochrome from the brainstem without cutting into the skull. This was satirized in the first episode, Whom the Gods Would Destroy, of series one of a British TV series, uh, Lewis, 2008. Of course, it all seems like a joke, but we know how the Luciferian elite love to rub the truth in our faces in plain daylight. What are Google Adreno and Google Chrome? Interesting. <clears throat> Where and how do Luciferian elite acquire living subjects to harvest the chemicals? The constant need for living subjects to harvest the chemicals out of their adrenal glands is why they do this. Uh, is why Zionists don't want peace in Israel. That's that's baloney. Zionists do want peace in Israel. See, I read this stuff and I got to some of it. Whenever you read anything or research anything, you got to rightly divide the truth. Okay, this person that wrote this obviously has a problem with Jews, and um, 
But anyway, uh, there's a lot of truth in here, and I I will reject the crap, but I will accept the truth. <clears throat> and that first part was crap. Um, the status quo, it says, of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict has made Palestinians into de facto and de jure second-class citizens who can be legally harvested. This is baloney. I'm not even going to read this. Okay. That is so stupid. I mean, that is that is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Uh, it goes into talking about the 460,000 plus missing children in America every single year. However, the true number may be significantly higher since it's recently been revealed that the FBI is nothing more than a corrupt front organization covering crimes for Luciferian elites in America. Scientists have speculated that long-term exposure to adrenochrome may cause schizophrenia. This may be in part wise why some people are over 30% more likely than the general population to suffer from the mental disorder. And it's saying Zionist. Well, you know what? I work with schizophrenics. None of them are Zionist. And there's a certain age group that where you can get schizophrenia a lot easier. And as you get older, the, the, the chances get less and less. And I think by the time you're 30, your chances of contacting it um, through through your genetic line are, are basically zero to none. And most of the people that are consuming this stuff are at least 30 and over. So, again, we have more, more garbage. Um, what is walnut sauce? Okay, the pineal gland... A little gland inside a human brain named pineal gland, also th- referred to as the third eye, and its appearance is very similar to a walnut or a pine cone. You see, I've never heard of a walnut. Uh, pineal in, uh, or pina in uh, Latin means pine. So, um, anyway, walnut sauce sounds very innocent, but that's a code used by Luciferian pedophile cannibals. It's their secret cannibalistic recipe that contains the ingredients of parts of the body of their victims after they've tortured, traumatized, and sexually abused, and finally murdered the children. They cut out parts of the brain, the child's brain containing the pineal gland, and they extract the dead child's blood. Then they blend the pineal gland and the pituitary gland and the adrenalized blood into a mixture that they drink. The mixture is referred to as walnut sauce by the Luciferian pedophile cannibals. They believe that it will prevent them from um, aging and will get them high from the adrenochrome. John Podesta was one of the people that referred to it. And as far as to my check, he was of Italian extraction and not Jewish. Um, Why the blood from traumatized and raped and sacrificed children? The Luciferian religion is based on paganism and similar to the Satanism, Satanism is extremely evil, dark and deranged. The Luciferians believe that it's necessary to achieve full power and magic with their rituals, their satanic rituals. The expression walnut sauce originated from the exposed Luciferian pedophile John Podesta, election campaign executive for Hillary Clinton campaign 2016 hijacked uh, and public posted emails exposed by WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. And there's a link here um, that talks about more about the uh, chemical makeup and how it works. I will not read that because it's way too long. Um, linked above are uh, two scientific papers on adrenochrome. 
the simple scientific fact is that both adrenochrome and adrenolutin, the two major metabolistic products of adrenaline, are very physiologically active compounds. These papers give the term getting drunk on the blood of the saints a new meaning as it turns out that you can really get very intoxicated on the blood of innocent children after you torture them for for maximum adrenaline concentration. This is a carefully well-kept secret of the elites passed on to them from early antiquity by the synagogue of Satan itself, described by Jesus in the book of Revelation, the very people who murdered Christ and the other prophets of God. Okay, we're going to come to a stop right here for a moment. I'm glad that this has come up because I was just talking about this with my wife and other people yesterday. The Jews accused Jesus. They handed him over to the Romans. The Romans whipped him. The Romans made the crown of thorns. The Romans beat him. The Romans made him carry his own cross. The Romans nailed him to the cross. And the Romans put a spear into his side. Now you show me where those Romans were actually Jewish or Zionist. And maybe I'll believe this lie. But uh, yes, a lot of the prophets were not murdered. Some were. Um, But. This is another lie. This the guy who wrote this is really a sick bastard, but he he knows some of the truth. So you know you gotta like I said you gotta um, discern what's good and uh, keep what's good and throw out the bad. The first uh, 1962 paper generally reviewed the earlier literature on adrenochrome and adrenolutin, the oxidation or rearrangement product of adrenochrome, which is also active. The second 1971 paper is very carefully hidden, previously unavailable even for the scientific researchers with access to major journals hidden behind the paywall. Our reporters had to go to the university library to get a physical copy to scan, and there aren't many that carry that particular journal. It's on the specific uh, psycho, psychotomimetic or psychosis-like effects of adrenochrome, uh, whose physiological activities in both animals and man is without a doubt. In fact, this stuff is like heroin. Engaging in, in its recreational use with your own adrenaline products will shut down through homeostasis and negative feedback loops, meaning that, meaning that if you don't have some tortured baby blood, you will go into full cold turkey mode akin to alcohol, opiate, or benzodiazepine withdrawals. This is what these elite Luciferian pedophile cannibals, uh, predivores, are addicted to. As Mel Gibson mentioned, that babies are almost like currency in a Luciferian pedophile society. Further, when one searches the Internet for adrenochrome, one only finds nonsense opinions and outdated articles. And the person that helped most to wave away the truth is Alexander Shulkin, self-confessed member of the Owl Club, uh, Baal, that is a.k.a. Bohemian Grove, naturally he had an agenda and knew why all the info on adrenaline decomposition products had and their activity had to be hushed. Uh, adrenochrome pigmentation, let's see. It's a download. I'm not going to download it. He does a, um, a short overview of the article below. <clears throat> Stackhorn deposits the Pal, pal, oh boy, palpable 
conjectiva with corneal abrasions. An 88-year-old woman had to be treated medically for chronic open angle uh, glaucoma nine year, for nine years. Epinephrine compounds had to be used topically during a period of time. She had a three-day history of redness of both, both eyes with tearing and foreign body sensation in the left eye. Her visual acuity and intraocular pressures were unchanged, but the bulbular, uh, bulbar conjunctivae were hyperemic. A slit lamp examination revealed diffuse punctuate fluorescein staining of uh, the upper two-thirds of the left cornea and slight punctuate staining of the lower right cornea. The polybral um, conjunctivae and upper eyelids contain numerous dark brown reg- irregular shaped deposits varying in size up to two millimeters in diameter. There were several particularly large deposits on the upper left, upper left eyelid. The, these uh, largest deposits were excised and one eye was dressed with antibiotic ointment. So what does that have to do with anything? Okay. Link to your YouTube video about adrenochrome. It's got the pictures that I was looking at earlier from that other website. It talks about the Black Eye Club and Light in the Masses. Although not officially an organization at all, the Black Eye Club refers to a growing number of politicians, celebrities, business elites, and heads of state who have suddenly and mysteriously wound up with black eyes. Although a few of them have sustained injuries <clears throat> to the right eye, the majority occur on the left. <clears throat> Among those who have succumbed to this affiliation are George Bush and Kanye West and the Pope. And if that's true about Kanye West, I have to wonder if his conversion to Christianity was real or if he's just a ruse. Because the uh, the enemy likes to send in people into, uh, into the camp, basically, and uh, to pervert the camp. And if he were to run for president, he would definitely not get my vote. But I think that he would be a shill to pull the black vote away from President Trump. And uh, hopefully he, he'll give up his uh, craving to be president or to pull away the, the black vote from President Trump. I haven't heard anything about him running recently, so maybe that's the case. But why is this current and periodic rash of black eyes, and why has the phenomenon disproportionately affected people of considerable power and influence, even allowing for our modern 24-hour news cycle and tabloid cell cell phone camera culture up until the year 2000? I can't recall any publicly recognizable figures having black eyes. That's true. (laughs) It would appear that there are two main categories within the black eye club those seated firmly in the position of governmental politics and those in the entertainment slash Hollywood. Are, are there others in the fields of science and military? He's asking a question. Theories as to this strange phenomenon are abuzz in the Internet and range from a secret society ritual involved striking the participant in the head to alien abduction and soul scalping in order to replace our world leaders with alien consciousness or on soul scalping at the bottom of this page. Another theory holds that it is a form of punishment used as a sort of check and balance within secret societies, and still other theories lean towards the implementation of life extension technologies or preparatory surgeries for off-world travel. Hmm. Project Evacuation, World Evacuation. Hmm. That's interesting. Good book to read, but make sure you're you have firm foundation in the Lord because that book can sway many people into 
go into the new age. Um, a less extreme theory holds that the phenomenon is nothing more than an entertainment industry capitalizing on public's recent enlightenment of the existence of the Illuminati. But let's assume that for a moment this is only media marketing. This would mean that the entertainment industry is using a cult ritual to manipulate people into certain behavior and consciousness. The end result is the same. And the fact that most most every successful pop and rap artist use Illuminati symbology symbology in their act openly telegraphs the ritual. Um, people can pretend like it's a game, but if you're acting out a ritual, you will very much like very much indeed participate in the ritual. It's like playing with a Ouija board when you're a kid, a ritual which permeates the hierarchy of tiers of the entertainment industry and obviously defines success. I know that we uh, had mock seances when I was a kid and played with Ouija boards, and it really got us messed up. Okay, official explanation, no official explanation given. Uh, Let's see. Say official explanation, none official given. Corey Daniels on the doorknob sacrifices says um, a black sun ritual, 12 celebrity suicides related to pedophilia cover up. Uh, Jamie Bates on the doorknob sacrifices a black sun ritual, 12 celebrity suicides related to pedophilia cover up. Sybil on the doorknob sacrifices a black sun ritual, 12 celebrity suicides related to pedophilia co- uh, cover up. George Bush, um, January 2002. Official explanation, choked on a pretzel and fell off a couch and hit the floor. I remember when he said that. It made a lot of us laugh. According to Dr. Abdul Giwa, an emergency room doctor at St. Luke's, that equals Roosevelt Hospital, the president likely fell victim to vasovagal let me start over. Basal, vagal, V-A-S-O-V-A-G-A-L um, syndrome, a rare occurrence in which the vagus nerve, which regulates heart rate, is stimulated and the signal slows the heart. Victims can pass out and they often look pale afterwards. Usually when a nerve is stimulated, it, it makes your heart run faster. So it can be brought on by a number of causes, usually stress, but also swallowing something, Giwa said. As food goes down through the esophagus, it passes by the vagus nerve. The event happened at 5.35 p.m. Note that 5.35 reduces to the number 13. Okay, Harry Reid, 2011. Official explanation, slipped and fell while running in the rain in Nevada. Um, also suffered a dislocated shoulder. Uh, Harry Reid, January 1st, 2015. Harry Reid's second eye injury in four years. Right eye, multiple bones around the eye, loss of eyesight, broken ribs, concussion. Official explanation. I know there are a lot of rumors as to what happened, but it's very simple. My wife and I were at our new home. I was doing exercises that I've been doing for many years with those large rubber bands, and uh, one of them broke and spun me around, and I crashed into the cabinets and injured my eye. (laughs) John Kerry, when he had his black eye, January 2012, Official explanation, black eyes received from sustaining broken nose while playing ice hockey. Huh. It's like be watching, like be, uh, watching uh, Herman Munster play ice hockey. 
Prince Andrew, June 2017, official explanation, Palace refused to comment. John McCain, July 2017, official explanation, Mayo Clinic surgeons took out the fifth centimeter blood clot during a minimally invasive craniotomy with an eyebrow incision. Uh, according to Mayo Clinic uh, hospital statement released by McCain's office. Let me make a comment on that. I can't think of a thicker part of your skull than your brow ridge. Okay. I mean, there is no thicker part of your skull. And to go through that part of your skull to remove a blood clot, well, I guess it's possible. I just think that they could have removed it in a different way, maybe through blood thinners or something like that. But um, I never bought that explanation. I'm sorry I didn't. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't. And uh, you don't cut through the thickest part of a skull to get to something. Could have went up um, another three inches and then gone down the front. Um, Michael Noonan, February 2015, official explanation to the Department of Finance stated that Noonan underwent eye surgery but refused to elaborate further. A Dr. Gray diagnosed he had a unilateral exophthalmos or proptosis, otherwise known as bulging of the eyes. This was supposedly his second surgery on his eye in a couple of years. That's weird. Usually that's from a hyperthyroid and they treat it with, well, I guess they have to treat, I don't know. I'm not going to comment on that one. Prince Philip, April 2013, official explanation. The palace gave a press release that he just woke up with a black eye. <laughs> Maybe the princess found out he was fooling around. Um, Pope Francis, September 2017, official explanation. Hit his face in the Pope mobile. Pope Francis, again, um, the black eyes are common side effects of ingesting adrenal hormone, adrenochrome. The adrenochrome is being secreted when a person is in serious panic. The adrenochrome hormones are harvested by Luciferian pedophiles for their child victims. Um, okay, that's weird. They didn't come out and say that, but that's what they're saying here in the article. Uh, Pope Benedict, the 10, 15, the 16th, October 2017, official explanation, the Pope fell. Madonna, April 1998, Madonna's publicist Liz Rosenberg said she was playing peekaboo with her baby I'm almost embarrassed to tell you about it because it sounds so cute, but that's what happened. She went on to explain that she was bouncing her 18-month-old daughter, Lourdes. Why do you have to name her Lourdes? That was my first wife's name. Um, on her lap when the child's head smacked into the bone under her eye. You know, of all the reasons I can think of that I've heard so far, that one makes the most sense. Kanye West, official explanation, got punched in a random game of knockout after leaving a nightclub. Okay. Um, Kelly Osborne, October, or excuse me, August 2008, official explanation. The contents of her cupboard fell out on top of her head. You have that much money and uh, you can't get something to arrange the contents of your cupboard. Robert Downey Jr., December 2012, official explanation, no explanation was given. That's probably one of the more honest ones, too. Ryan Gosling, May 2009, official explanation, makeup. However, he sustained another black eye when hit by Harrison Ford and a stunt gone wrong while filming Blade Runner years later. 
Richard Branson, we know who he is, right? Virgin Airlines. The entrepreneur was cycling in the dark on Virgin Gorda, one of the British Virgin Islands, when with his children when he hit a bump in the road, causing them to be flung over the handlebars. This is a grown man that can't watch out for bumps on the road? I don't believe it. Lady Gaga, official explanation, got hit in the face with a pole during a performance. You got to respect those Polish people. Oh, I, I guess they mean a real, like a metal pole or something. Okay. My attempt at being funny at 1.30 in the morning. John Stamos, May 2008, official explanation, kickboxing accidents. Justin Bieber, January 2011, official explanation, fighting. Steve Buscemi, 2001, official explanation, barroom brawl. Reese Witherspoon, September 2011, official explanation, involved in a car accident. Jamie Oliver, February 2012, the official explanation, fell down the stairs at his home. Hey, you don't do that until you get to be my age. Uh, Satanic ritual with a question mark. The idea that these people are taking part in a ritual is not at all far-fetched. Cults and societies exist and have existed since the dawn of time. And they are still very much alive. If you're not aware of this, that this is happening, simply go to a Catholic mass and watch it unfold. Yeah, okay. I can buy that. Okay. In our modern culture, we've been uh, desensitized to them. Uh, and, and since childhood, when we were first put in front of a television, we've seen them uh, portrayed in cartoons and movies. And every once in a while, it makes the news. Recently, a leaked video footage of the cremation of care ceremony at the Bohemian Grove before this Bohemian Grove. Before this, there was a skull and bones ritual that took place in a courtyard filmed from the vantage point of the wall surrounding the compound. The elites from all over the world have been engaging in rituals and ceremonies since the beginning of nation states throughout all of history. Yet we believe that in today's world, they have somehow grown out of this practice and it's been replaced by oaths of office and public ceremonies. While these things do occur and have become part of a public show during a peaceful transition of power, there are pipers to be paid beneath the public sphere of awareness. Those pipers being the organizations responsible for the ascent of these candidates in the first place. If you still believe that presidents are elected and not chosen, I urge you to do your research. And I agree with him on that. Okay. Uh, let's see. What does this talk about? All right. Let's 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 look at this. And this is talking about uh, checks and balances. Uh, we are aware that checks and balances designed in, into the branches of government here in the United States of America. Other countries do have systems in place which prevent tyranny. <laughs> okay. Uh, when first implemented, these governments work quite well. However, as time marched on, and those within secret societies learn how to, to game the system. The checks and balances have all but failed in any practical sense of their intended purpose. It has been theorized that the black eyes are a result of an internal power struggle, checks and balances. Warnings are perhaps even rites of passage within that that is generally referred to as the Illuminati. One could use the term globalists as well as I, as well, I would think, um, 
Is there an organization so powerful that even the Pope and the heads of monarchy are subject to its law? Some think so. And we have not been desensitized to this idea already. Think of an evil empire in Star Wars, the vast organization of Sauron and the Lord of the Rings, etc. Of course, this is fiction, but it forms the foundation of reality for our subconscious. And whether or not we realize it, we pull from this foundation and use it in contrast to process and evaluate current events and information. Now he goes into soul scalping. The term soul scalping was coined by Sherry Schreiner, although the idea had been around since the the, uh, 1940s and portrayed in sci-fi classics such as The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The famous miniseries from the 1980s, V, also ran with this theme. Probably the most recent and accurate depiction of this theory, however, can be seen in the Stargate series. In the series, the Ga'uld are a parasitic race of ancient astronauts which integrate with their hosts. The resulting creature is a powerful race between it. Uh, the resulting creature is a powerful race been on galactic conquest and domination largely without pity or compassion or remorse. Schreiner's belief is that the heads of state and Hollywood or elites are all abducted and a surgery is performed on their eye. This is a segment from her website. Please don't be too long. Okay. This is a quote from her. They take the slimy, skinny snake about six to eight inches long, grayish in color, and it looks more like a long, slimy worm, and open a person's mouth and stick it down their throat. These reptile aliens work in groups. In true form, most of them are over four to six foot four inches tall. They watch and study the targeted person so they know all about them. And when they take over their brains and bodies, they literally can act and become that person. In the Bible, that's called a familiar spirit. Um, it's nothing new. They even do this with their kids so that their kids don't make fuss that something wrong with mommy or daddy because something's just not right about them. They don't care about destroying the lives of the children. They're all cold and heartless, unemotional reptiles with no thought of love, compassion, or human emotions and sentiment. Those are emotions that they have to learn to fake when they can take over a human's body so they can blend it in with society as a human. What they do is transform their entire being or consciousness self conscious self into this proboscis and eject off their head and then wiggle into the host such as the human and they enter into the person's eye. If they have help, the host's eyeball can be pulled out and this proboscis can be put into the back of the eye where it will wiggle and spiral itself around the person's optical nerve And it also takes control of the person's brain as well. Donald Marshall talks about this. He's part of the Lucifer Declosure Project, where they are revealing all kinds of methods, technology, and nefarious agendas to mankind. That's some pretty heavy stuff. How about how she know? How does she know this? Uh, There are quite a few people out there who are supporting this theory. If I were making an argument for this theory, I would point to the web-slinging wasp, the jewel wasp, the lancet liver fluke, the uh, euphoclorus californesis, and the hairworms. Then there is uh, toxoplasma gondii, which is found aplenty in cats and already transferred to humans. 
All these parasites actively affect the behavior of its host in order to complete its reproductive cycle. Over 50% of the people in developed nations believe in extraterrestrials. If there are extraterrestrials, we have to assume that some of them may not be benevolent as uh, not be benevolent in themselves. Of course, I'm not. I'm just brainstorming here, but it really isn't that big a leap if one runs the numbers. Does the Black Eye Club have anything to do with all-seeing eye of the Illuminati? The British magazine ID, uh, ID famously adorns each one of their covers with the facial portrait of someone either covering their right eye or obscuring their left. <clears throat> this bi-monthly magazine is dedicated to fashion, music, art, and youth culture. What point are they trying to make? Is it just fun, fashion, and modern youth culture? What about all the other hands covering one eye found all over entertainment and the media? From fashion to art to music to design, clothing, and business, the covering of one eye has infiltrated nearly every niche of marketing in the world, and the target is always the next generation. Okay. So anyway... This article goes on and on and on and on. I mean, it would take me another hour and a half. <clears throat> but um, if you just walk away with Ephesians talking about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, against um, principalities, powers, rulers, uh Spiritual wickedness in high places, you realize that this is a, a cosmic war um, that is being waged from another dimension on our own. Um, we're not helpless, if, especially if you're a believer in Yeshua. Um, you're not helpless, but um, God help the people that don't have the help. Okay, so anyway, I'm not going to read the rest of this article. Oh, okay. Maybe I will a little more. <clears throat> Who makes the walnut sauce? Podesta WikiLeaks revealed an interesting an interest in walnut sauce. A lot of interest in that walnut sauce recipe in the months leading up to the U.S. presidential election. A recent research trip to a huge culinary spice outlet in Colorado was enlightening. The staff had never heard of walnut sauce and did not stock any kind of walnut sauce, despite the extremely long list of in-stock esoteric spices, sauces, and herbs demanded by professional chefs. Leads one to believe that walnut sauce is in context. It's a code. Further, adrenochrome is produced through the torture of children and sometimes pigs when live children victims cannot be sourced. This email from wealthy D.C. lobbyist Tony Benesta to his family caught the attention of fulcrum researchers some time ago when he said, still in the torture chamber. <clears throat> then it goes into the Raspoli family, the Raspoli crime family. <clears throat> Let me check our time again, okay? I don't want to don't wanna go over. Ooh, I got to read this, though. I got to read about the Raspoli's. The Raspoli family is one of the most wicked criminal bloodlines, and they are the top owners of the Vatican with uh, princely titles all over Italy and Spain. The Raspoli family are also intermarried with the House of, uh, spelled S-F-O-R-Z-A, Sforza, I guess, 
and are involved with Italian banking. Prince Alessandro Raspoli was the was the direct descendant of the Matarazzo family of Brazil. The Matarazzo family originated in Italy before immigrating to Brazil. Count Francisco Matazzaro founded the industrious Reunidas Matazzaro S period A or South America, I guess, which was one of the largest companies in Brazil. Prince Alessandro Dado Raspoli inherited a portion of its wealth from his mother, Claudio di Conti Matarazzo. The Raspoli family have some authority over the South American drug cartels. Prince Dado Raspoli was an a- also an actor and in the movie Godfather 3, which is one of the many examples of Hollywood's glorifying the Italian mafia. Yeah. Exactly. They always glorify sin. Tal Raspoli is, uh, who is the son of Dato Raspoli, is in the entertainment industry and was married to actress Olivia Wilde, who covertly manages a satanic cult in Hollywood today. Dato's other son, Bart Raspoli, is married into the Getty family, who established Getty Oil Company. John Paul Getty uh, was considered the wealthiest man in America in his time. Prince Lilo Raspoli Sfora was a top executive for Banca Romana and worked under the Italian Bank of the South. Prince Lilo Raspoli Sfora was also the Italian High Commissioner for the Sovereign Military Order of Malta and an ambassador for the... uh, well, the acronym S-M-O-M, it's the same thing. Um, there's a, a guy who claims to be a prophet um, in the Christian church that is uh, a knight of Malta and brags about it. And people are falling for it left and right. Um, Marquis uh, Luis Raspoli, who died in 2011, was also a knight of Malta. The Raspoli family have two grapevines on their coat of arms. The grapes and the wine are often used as metaphors for the blood of the, by the Illuminati. The Roman Catholic Church drinks wine as a metaphor for the blood of Christ. And the Illuminati really do drink human blood <clears throat> um, and adrenochrome. Members of the extremely wicked Raspoli crime family include Prince Lilo Raspoli Sfora, Prince Francesco Raspoli, Princess uh, Giacinta Raspoli, Tao Raspoli, Bart Raspoli, and Don Enrique, Hi- Jamie Raspoli, or Jaime, I don't know if they said it in Italian. The Raspoli Crime Patel by uh, Adawa Zeus. Okay, I just want to see where it is. Maronami. Okay. We're going to go for it. I don't care how long it takes. This is important. This is naming names. Lord, I pray in the name of Yeshua, you just protect me and my family. Because I'm naming names from this article. And uh, these names are going to go out uh, to different factions of the world. And I just protect, pray that you pray protection or that you give protection over me and my family, uh, my wife, um, kids, grandkids, mother, sister, um, distant relatives, 
that you just watch over us because things are being said tonight that some might find offensive. I pray in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. The Rispoli family is one of the most wicked and criminal bloodlines in their part orders. This is all. Okay. You must have borrowed. The family has ancestry from Scotland through their Mariscotti lineage, and they have some covert authority over Scottish right for Freemasonry. They are, there is still a noble Scotty family in Italy called the Gallarati Scotty family, and they reside in Lombardy. <clears throat> the Mariscotis are likely related to the Scott clan of the Scotland, currently headed up by Richard Scott, the 10th Duke of Bucal. Buckaluke. The House of Rispoli also are also intermarried with the Orsini, Bourbon, Gistianini, Corsini, Bonaparte, and Massimo families, and are involved in Italian banking and military. They also covertly work with the branch of the Russia's House of Romanov. Many members of the Rispoli family have been Knights of Malta. Um, trying to think of that so-called Christian prophet that uh, claims to be a Knight of Malta, and hopefully I will before the end of the article. Uh, Prince Alessandro Rispoli was a direct descendant of the Matazzo family of Brazil. Um, the Matarazzo family originated in Italy before immigrating to Brazil. Uh, Count Francisco Mataro founded the... Okay, this is going into stuff we've read already. Um, the Rispoli family have some authority over South American drug cartels. We read that. Um, let's see. Okay, let's see. Um, the Rispoli family have some authority over South American drug cartels through former princes like Mark Antonio Mario Rispoli III of Brazil and Don Carlo. Uh, Maurizio Raspoli of Argentina. Today, Prince Lalo Sfora Raspoli has tourist properties on the island of Margarita in Venezuela. The Russian-born Margarita Luis Dreyfus, who is worth over $9 billion, makes human sacrifices on the island of Margarita. Prince Dato Raspoli is also an actor. In, okay, we read that. Um, Dato's other... Son Bartolo Rispoli, not to be confused with his cousin, also named Bart Rispoli from London, is married into the Getty family. We read that. Um, Forbes estimated the Getty family's wealth at over $5 billion. The official head of the Rispoli family, Prince France, Francesco Rispoli, is married to Angela Visconti Ferragamo of the wealthy Ferragamo family. The House of Rispoli are intermarried with Brazilian, Italian, and American billionaires. Prince uh, Francesco Rispoli is friends with the Sturza family of Romania, and the Romania Sturzas own a private bank in Switzerland called Banca Eric Sturza. Uh, the Rispoli family were originally from the Romani tribe. Prince Lilo Sabora Rispoli Mariscotti, <laughs> this is almost as bad as Latin names, uh, was the top executive for Banca Romana and worked under the Italian Bank of the South. Um, 
We read that. We read that. Okay, they're slowly family. have two grapevines. We read that. Read that. Okay, we're going through this pretty quickly. Um, the House of Respoli financed and ran small military regiments for the Vatican to gain higher level positions as Roman nobility. They are still high-level military commanders in the Order of Malta and Military Constantinian Order of St. George. Uh, Prince Lilo Svora Raspoli was given a name of Svora, suggests he works under the Svora Cesarini family. Don Enrique Jamie Raspoli is a Count of Boneris in Spain and Princess uh, Giacinta Raspoli holds the title of Spain as well. Um, the Raspoli family have married with the Spanish houses of Bourbon, Alvarez, and Ortega. Um, Grand Duchess Maria Vladimirovna of Russia and her son, Grand Duke George Mikhailovich of Russia, were born in Spain and reside there today, covertly working with the Raspoli family. Um, Grand Duchess Maria Vladimirovna of Russia is the head of the modern cult of Sybil, an ancient cult of castrated men that worship females, and the Magna, Magna Mater, or Large Mother, Catholic priests are based at, on this cult and are celibate similar to the eunuchs. Some Catholic priests do secretly castrate themselves. Uh, Russia takes its name from Rus. Or just see that. Okay. The Ruspoli family oversee a spectrum of Russia from Rome. The word Rus, uh, R-U-S-E, derives from the Ruspoli family because they are high, highly deceptive. Uh, members of the extremely wicked Ruspoli crime family include Prince Lilos Vora Ruspoli, Princess Pia Ruspoli, Prince Francesco Ruspoli, Princess Giacinta Raspoli, Tau Raspoli, Bart Raspoli, and Don Enrique uh, Jamie or Jaime Raspoli, 19th Count of, of Benares. And there's a link, um, more links. Um, well, uh, let's see, from Venezuela to Italy, while in, while the Contura Corona Rosado clan had a destructive influence in Canada. It was nothing compared to what they had wrought in Venezuela. The criminal organization had deeply infiltrated the country's economic and political structures. Niccolo Rizzuto and his associates invested investments was no ordinary ranch operation. Entire convoys of cocaine were arriving there from Colombia. Mexico City, Venezuela, ex-Venezuela, and Sunny Balaza, or, yeah, Balza, uh, revealed that people close to the Venezuelan government met on Isla uh, Margarita with Sinaloa cartel operators and that its leader, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, who's now in jail, often visited that tourist destination. There's a link. Uh, Leonardo Rizzuto is the head of the Montreal crime family which have drug networks in South America and Venezuela. Lalo Svora Raspoli attends Georgette Mossbacher and Harvey Weinstein election night party. There's the link. Uh, 
Prince Francesco Raspoli with the uh, Romanian princess uh, Francois, uh, or however you say that, Sturza. Anyway, these are all links. And and then it's going into Tom Hanks and uh, Adrenochrome, Adrenalized Blood from Children, Hollywood's Drug, Hollywood's drug for Youth and Longevity. Adrenochrome goes for $1.5 billion a kilo which is 2.2 pounds. <clears throat> the big demand for adrenochrome is the reason why there are so many missing children. There are human traffic there. They are human trafficked and blood sacrifice for Holly weirds, blood sucking vampires. Shows a picture of Kathy Griffin. Um, it says, this is what happens when you run out of adrenochrome. Um, fairly attractive looking on the left. And I don't know. It looks like something from, the Borg on Star Trek on the right. Um, and then there's a picture of another actor and what he looks like uh, now. And then uh, Celine Dion, actually. Uh, let's see. That I don't even want to look at. It starts talking about Helen uh, DeGeneres. Uh, the Temple in Epstein Island. When you can't go to Epstein Island, why not bring Epstein Island to you? And it has Ellen DeGeneres. There's a lot of controversy going on with her nowadays. Um, more about her. Um, that's weird. I don't know what that's all about. Then it goes into adrenochrome again. That's weird. The molecular structure of adrenochrome kind of looks like a rabbit. That's bizarre. Okay. Um, anyway, I think we're pretty well done with this. And not a moment too soon, actually. <laughs> and my watch is telling me it's time to stand. Actually, it's time to go to bed. But um, anyway, uh, one of the things I wanted to point out is that um, one of the big labs that synthesizes adrenochrome is, is guess where? Wuhan, China. And um, a lot of these actors, it seems, started to come down with uh, COVID-19. And speculation is that somehow COVID-19 got intermixed with the uh, adrenochrome. And that's why a lot of these actors and actresses came down with it. Um, there's a whole bunch of speculation when it comes to these people. Um, and... Um, so it's uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. And I don't mean the funny movie that's named after that, but it's uh, this world is weird. And, and there's one man that's trying to clean it up and or clean up our segment of it anyway. And uh, I hope and pray that when it comes time to vote that you do. If you're if you're one of those believers that won't vote for Trump because one, you don't like him, or two, he's rich, or three, you think he's a dictator. I just want you to consider everything I've just read to you and what the world was built into before Trump got in there and what it'll become three or four times worse or many, many times worse if he doesn't get elected and we get another Democrat in office. Uh, we will lose America. We will. 
Um, doesn't matter if you don't like the man. Look at what he's been doing, okay? Uh, don't look at it from a perspective of what the press is showing you. Really do some research and see what he's been doing, okay? He's trying to clean up all these pedophiles and get them out of our nation. He's trying to um, take out the evil and wickedness. And no matter what he tries to do, the left always tries to blame him for something. I swear if he uh, if he came up with a cure for cancer, they'd blame him for something. But um, anyway, please, on the, in November, if you're not already registered, register to vote. And register to vote and then vote for him because if, if he doesn't get back in, um, if he does, it'll, it'll probably destroy the Democratic Party. Um, because they're imploding from the inside, but they need they need this win in order to survive. And if he gets back in, they won't survive. And then maybe we'll have a chance of getting our country back. Um, maybe this is God's way of, uh, of of helping us out. One last hurrah, so to speak, because we know things are going to get worse. They have to for him to come back. But if we could just get it to where we have a, a time of uh, prosperity, prosperity, and a time where where our children and grandchildren can grow up and have fairly decent lives before everything hits the fan. That would be really nice. Um, I don't want to leave a world of chaos and and corruption to my kids and grandkids. I want to leave a world where they have a chance, where they can grow and prosper, and where they can raise families and and have some kind of happiness. And if you don't get out and vote for Trump, you're 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 dooming them to failure. And uh, you can dispute that all you want. I don't really care. <laughs> I really don't care what your opinion is if you dispute it. Um, my radio show, if you don't like it, make your own. Um, but I know Jim agrees with me, and I know Eric agrees with me, and I know Brian agrees with me. No action is actually a vote for the Democratic Party. And if you do that, then uh, you're going to have to answer to God someday for for ruining the lives of millions of millennials and their children. And uh, if you say you're a Christian and you don't act on doing stuff to preserve life and, and to maybe um, help out, your uh, your progeny, then uh, <laughs> you're not a Christian. I'm sorry, you're not worth it. Um, Jesus was very Yeshua was very uh, very careful and very cautious when he said uh, a man that doesn't help or support out his family is worse than an infidel. And that doesn't mean supporting just supporting them and feeding them and giving them a roof over their head. It means setting them up for a good future and a future where they have a chance. And if you're not going to do that, then you're not worth salt. And I know those are kind of harsh words, but it's the truth. You know, a lot of people, oh, I don't want to do it. God's got everything under control. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if our forefathers thought that way, then uh, you'd still be bowing to the king and queen of England and um, you wouldn't have gun rights and you wouldn't have the right to your own house. You, you got to read some history and see what it was like before um, before the revolution. You didn't own anything. Everything belonged to the king, to the monarchy. 
And um, if you had something, then he was being nice and letting you have it. Um, you know, you, you hear the word, uh, the F word. I'm not going to say it, but it's a, it's an acronym and it means fornication under the consent of the king. You see, before um, before the revolution in, in England, uh, your wife wasn't your wife. You had to have consent to have relations with her. You had to have permission to have children. And yeah, I'm not kidding. That's what actually happened. If you wanted to do anything, the crown had to approve it. And if you want to go back to that, then for God's sakes, move somewhere else. There's lots of countries in the world that are like that. But if you want to preserve freedom and liberty for your kids, then you're going to do what's right. Dang it. And and uh, so I pray in the name of Yeshua. I, I pray against the spirit of laxadaisy, um, the spirit of that says that, oh, God's got everything under control, so I don't need to do anything. You know, you could have all the faith in the world, but if you don't do some works, you don't try to preserve it. You know, you're worthless. You really are. You're worthless to the kingdom of God. And you're worthless to your family. And um, those of us who are <clears throat> serious about our walk with the Lord, you're, uh, we find you offensive because you're one of those people that goes to hear the message in church every Sunday and throws your little pittance into the, um, into the communion box or the, not the communion box, but the um, the tithing box or the tithing bowl that gets passed around. And you think that that's justifying you in front of God. No, it's not. Sorry, it's not. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, you're performing an Old, an Old Testament law while at the same time claiming that the Old Testament is no longer valid. That's pretty hypocritical. But you need to get your butts out there and start doing some work. You know, it's, oh, yeah, I hate abortion. Abortion's so wrong. I have yet to see a Protestant stand in front of an abortion clinic and with a sign trying to speak to women to bring them to, to faith or at least to get them to reconsider killing their babies. It's always the Catholics that are out there. And you're the first ones to blame the Catholics for being idol worshipers and, and everything else. But you won't go out and stand out for two hours to talk, try to talk pregnant women into not killing their babies. That's hypocrisy. And you know what? God sees it. Yahweh sees it. And someday you're going to have to answer for that. If you're going to heaven, for that matter, you're going to have to answer for that. There's there, many have come and fewer chosen. And the sooner you realize that the kingdom of God is a remnant of people and that it's a, an organism, it's an organism and not an organization. The sooner you realize that maybe you'll get straightened out. Maybe once the Trump gets rid of the 501 C three and you can't buy your way into the kingdom of heaven and you can't buy the favor of the pastor and stuff by throwing money in a play, maybe that'll wake you up. You'll either wake up or leave the sick, the church in the United States and in Western Europe is sickening. It really is. It's a sickening organization. It's not even an organism. It's just a bunch of people that are 
doing the same thing. They accuse the Catholics of practicing tradition. You know, you, you go to church every Sunday, most of you. And you think you're doing God a favor by going to church. No, you're not doing God a favor. You're not even doing your brothers and sisters a favor because after you leave church, you go home to watch the football game or you go home to, to do something else. You don't go together for fellowship. And you zero in on the, the 5% of the people that do all the work in the church and you're part of the 95% that reap the benefits. That's called being a parasite. So... Anyway, I better go because it's 2 o'clock and I know I've already ticked enough people off. But frankly, telling the truth, if I tell the truth and we lose half of our audience, then I've done my job. I mean, if you choose to leave because you hear the truth, because it pricks your heart and you realize you've been sinning all these years, then, then, uh, then I've done my job. Yes, the Lord has given me a prophetic office. And the prophets never were very popular, and they pissed people off left and right. And if you're angry and upset or pissed off at what I said, well, man, think about think about what was said tonight. Think about it. Who's at fault? Okay, is it the guy bringing the message, or is it the person that's offending, offending what God wants you to do? So, and for you that are faithful, and and for you that love the Lord, and for you that can identify with what I talked about tonight and actually want to do something, well, by golly, go out and do it. You know? Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we do is we, we look around. Um, my wife and I were at a Walmart one day, and a woman was, uh, she told her son to stand by the bathroom. She was going in there. She'd be right out. Kid was probably nine, ten years old. I looked down at the end of the store, and there's a guy zeroing in on the kid, just watching him. And he's one of those creepy guys, you know, wearing the coveralls with the bald head and just zeroing in on this kid like he's going to come over and try to either snatch him or talk him into leaving. And I stared him down. And I went over and stood by the kid, and I was like, yeah, come over here. Come over and try to take this kid because I'll pummel you so bad that you'll never – Wish you were, you wish you were never born. You know, that's the kind of attitude you got to have. A lot of, oh, well, I'd pray for him because he's a lost soul. No, he's a sick soul. And he's a soul that's out there to try to kill other, to kill children or to bleed them to death for adrenochrome or to sell them to somebody who wants to do that. Man, if you just did that, if you just watched over kids that are, sent to the bathroom alone, you know, just stand by the bathroom door and see if they leave with anybody or anybody tries to take them out of there. That's not their relative. You know, if you, um, if you just do a few simple things, then a lot of this stuff could be alleviated. You see something strange, call the police. Even if it's not something strange going on, call them. Better to be safe than sorry, right? For God's sakes, Get off your duffs and start doing things. So sick of this anymore. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to get going here. Uh, Lord, I pray in the name of Yeshua that the message that was presented tonight went out and that it was heard by ears that needed to hear it. I pray that those that needed to be convicted got convicted. I pray that those who maybe got angry at the message, well, that you would cause them to think about what the message was, especially toward the end here, that you would cause them to think about their, their inaction, that their, um, 
their lack of faith because they don't have faith in you, Father. I pray that you would convict, that you would convict in a heavy manner. I pray for those who don't, who say they love you but don't love you and never have loved you. I pray that you expose them in the name of Yeshua as the frauds that they are. I pray that you would give the church a strength. The church kicks people like that out of the church, that they hold them in a Matthew 18 sort of way and and just um, drive them out because they don't they belong there. We need to get rid of the, the tares. We need to get rid of the wolves, Father. Take the wolves and the tares out of the church, remove them, and scatter them as far as east is from west. Protect the true believers, Father, and the true believers in Yeshua, those who truly love you. Although we're a remnant, a small number, Father, protect us. Keep us safe. Keep us, uh, by your mercy, just keep us safe and keep us going and working for you and, and loving you and and getting to know you and want to get to know you more and more and get to love you more and more and to build that relationship with you like we've never had it before. But separate the wheat from the shaft. Separate the, the goats from the sheep, Father. Get the insolent ones out of the church. Get them away. Move them away. And the people that that are bad seed, Father, just... Get them away from your believers so that we can prosper and grow and lead the lost that need to be saved to us, Father. The ones that you've, found, you've picked from the foundation of the earth, lead them to your true believers and cause them to come to us and, and want to know, know you personally. You said, Jesus, that nobody comes to you unless the Father draws them to you. Start drawing them to us, Lord. Bring them to us so that we can bring them to faith so that we can lead them to your loving arms, Lord Yeshua. And I pray all these things in Yeshua's name. And I pray that everybody has a good sleep tonight and that um, that all believers are blessed, that um, your will will be accomplished in all lives. In Yeshua's mighty and holy name, Father, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, um, we'll be back Monday night. <clears throat> It'll be um, hopefully all four of us. I know Brian and me and Jim will be there, and hopefully Eric will be there. We're going to have Jonathan Gray on. We're going to be talking about uh, discoveries that um, are quickly hidden away. Um, We're going to talk about things that we read about years ago that were popular, and all of a sudden you can't find them anywhere on the Internet anymore. Uh, Jonathan's going to explain to us that this is nothing new, that the uh, Smithsonian and other governmental bodies and uh, Illuminati and such have wanted to hide all evidence that proves that you're real, that uh, that that the Lord is real, and that um, uh, they want to erase you from the memory of society, Lord. But we're not going to let that happen because Jonathan's going to do a wonderful job Monday night. And if we need to go for two or three shows with Jonathan, that's okay too, Lord. So, uh, folks, just pray that uh, you just have a really good week and that you are given the things that you need, not necessarily what you want, unless they're of God's will, but the things that you need. And uh, may you fully be blessed, truly be blessed in his name as you are a blessing to others. And I close this program at now at uh, seven minutes after two in the morning on the 8th. 
So God bless you all, and uh, we'll see you Monday. Good night, or good morning as the case may be.